You have just been invaded by... Hey there guys, this is DJ Slope from Slope's Game Room and you're listening to Slope's Cast, the retro gaming news show recorded live on Twitch with my co-host Grizzly Cryden. If you like the podcast and you want to be in a chance to be on a future episode, then please do consider becoming a Patreon or YouTube member. And if you have any particular news stories that you would like us to cover in a future episode, then please do let us know in the dedicated rooms over on Discord. Plus, if you are listening to the podcast on any of the many podcast services around the world, then please do give us a little review. It really does help us spread our wings and get into the earlobes of plenty of other podcast goers. Anyway, enough of the plugs. Let's get on with the show. Hey there guys, it's time for Slopescast. I don't know what episode it is, we've been doing this for well over a year now and uh, oh, we'll get straight into it. April 26th, 2022, we've got six topics of conversation plus all of the extras and as always we've got Mr. Grizzly Crydon who's going to talk us through these six topics. Grizzly, take it away. Yes, no episode numbers because time no longer has any. (laughs) It goes very, very slowly when you listen to the Slopes cast. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) So this week we're going to be talking about uh, Diablo Immortal actually coming to pc despite the initial uh disastrous announcement Mm -hmm. um the baffling pre-order state of sonic origins and the drm and everything else that's been going on over the past couple of days there's still news (laughs) dropping this very moment so there uh, is you know that's something to uh be a bit upset about um then we have the atari 2600 getting the lego treatments apple Mm -hmm. removing apps that have not been updated in a while Boo. Uh, Siphon Filter being re-rated, and then uh, some other PlayStation Plus news, and then Super Mario Galaxy being ported by fans to the DS. Oh, I love rest. talking about these ports and stuff. These we, we, we always bring them up, and they're always so exciting whenever they happen. I absolutely love it. Yeah. I think it's so cool. And it's very rare but, uh, they ever get finished, but you know what? Let's give them a signal boost. Or at least yeah, that, absolutely. Let Nintendo where they live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure Nintendo don't listen to this podcast. They don't like me. They don't like me, as we've discussed in the past. Um, and uh, they're probably going to like me even more when I uh, bring up about the uh, Super Mario Galaxy DS port. But uh, hey, we're going to do it anyway. We're going to do it anyway. As if we're doing it on purpose. No, no, we're not. <laughs> right. Okay. Let's chat about. Ooh, let's turn that down. Let's chat <coughs> about. Diablo Immortal. Now, I wanted to say, I wanted to start this off, but we, we, we try and keep the swears down. We try and keep the swears down a little bit. I was going to start this off by saying, what would you think if I just constantly told you to shut the f*** up? Shut the f*** up! Obviously, I'm relating to a certain uh, NES punk who uh, <laughs> hurt his channel big time by uh, kicking off about this particular game, uh, or kicking off about the fans that were upset about this particular game, um, only coming to mobile when this was announced. It was a disastrous uh, uh, release. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, I just... It was only the other day I saw the clips from that, and then all of a sudden this this popped out. I, I, had, to, I had to make the, uh, the the connection there. Oh, yeah. But, um, did you ever play uh, Diablo Immortal uh, when it was, you know, for mobile? Well, this is... Uh, this is no, the, it still is, uh, technically. Yeah, I mean, I, is it even out? 
No, so, it's not out yet. It's not yeah. out yet. Uh, I, it, from my understanding, the reason this is actually happening is, I mean, you, there's, there's essentially two reasons. Because obviously, you know, you've got fan backlash. Fans want to play this, you know, on PC. Yeah. And that's obviously where uh, it, it lives. And not just on PC, on, on consoles as well. Um but uh, the, the funny thing is, fans for the longest time have actually been uh, 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 emulating this <laughs> via, uh, you know, mobile phone emulators on their PC. So they've been playing it already anyway. So technically, di- uh, you know, um, what are they called? Blizzard just need to get it out on PC. So it was one of those things they said they wouldn't do. And hey, look, they're doing it now. Yeah. Mm. So I'm, I'm, I, I put this in because I, I'm a bit of a fan of the Diablo series. Now, notwithstanding... Activision Blizzard's recent like um, controversies because let's just face it, those are the forefront of most people's minds whenever they're looking at any of the properties that are coming out. And to be honest, they shouldn't be given a free ride for that. So I'm no. just going to say, just going to acknowledge that. But let's talk about the game. I am a fan of Diablo, um, and I, I, I don't think I was all that bothered like about the the announcement of Diablo Immortal. I think I just got burnt out by Diablo 3 at that point. That was just kind of going, well, unless it's got a 4 at the end of it, it doesn't count. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. So when they said, oh, it's going to be a mobile game, I was just like, <laughs> nah. And then just left it at that. And the, the memes were glorious. I mean, the whole, is this an out-of-season April Fool's joke? And, yeah, and yeah. do you guys not have phones? legendary absolutely legendary because i've never seen the blizzcon stage on opening night full as silent as it did then or and it, it was almost like one of those um those fake sing tracks and stuff like that or the, the, you know the laughter taken out of like a friends episode that you, you know those little clips you see on youtube it just it didn't seem real that there was that many people in there they announced a new diablo diablo however you want to say it game and it's oh my god this is exciting and um it was just silent it was almost like it was purposely put in there by a youtuber that uploaded it or whatever but from my understanding it was real people were not thrilled about this whatsoever and i mean i understand i mean i'm not necessarily a fan of the series myself but i mean i can relate it to things i am a fan of like i love the the pikmin series one of my all-time favorite series and then oh my god look there it is on the screen in in a nintendo direct i'm like oh it's a ds game you know, like, it, it's weird. It's not what I want. It's not if it hasn't got a number four at the end. So it's not a Pikmin game to me. Um, so I understand where people's um, backlash from this sort of thing. But um, it, it, yeah, I mean, this this was a very uh, vocal thing that happened. And it was it was funny to watch really, from the outside, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. It's it's just one of those things, isn't it? You know, like the whole like as soon as it gets announced for mobile it sets an expectation doesn't it like i'm assuming it's free to play um and to be honest like diablo doesn't really need that i mean diablo was once known for being a really high quality experience that you could only play in you know certain ways um you you had to put the time in you had to put the effort in it was a hardcore thing and then releasing it on mobile which is predominantly a casual platform for gaming um and then making it free to play you know most likely microtransactions because blizzard are very very keen on those who isn't there's money Mm -hmm. to be had yeah Um, for sure it's just like i don't know this is the exact opposite of what diablo is supposed to be and Mm -hmm. uh, it just shows you how far or you know how far back activision blizzard have gone um it makes me kind of sad to think about the state of Diablo 4 when that actually comes out, because that's a thing. Um, Diablo 2 remaster, though, that was pretty good. 
but that's only because they essentially just reskinned the original Diablo 2 with better graphics. So the effort hasn't been put in here to keep this this franchise See, alive. It's just another number now or another subtitle. Yeah, I mean, you see, for me, when when companies do this sort of stuff with legacy brands, uh, uh, legacy IP, sorry, like Diablo, you really do take away from the the, the overall uh, 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 quality of that IP, like majorly. And the thing is, I haven't really got anything against mobile games because like, the way I see it, if, if, you know, mobiles weren't a thing, you know, like if you, you know, those sort of things didn't exist and that mobile phone thing you have actually had a <laughs> Nintendo logo on it, everyone would be like, oh my God, this is the greatest thing of all time. Uh, the, the, the difference is Nintendo would find a way uh, to, to use what you have in front of you, you know, a mobile phone with essentially just touchscreens and turn it into an actual game, you know, like not just Nintendo, plenty of companies have managed to turn uh, whatever gimmicks a particular console may come up with and, and, and turn them into real games. So I think there are some definite incredible games on here, just for the most part, people don't know them because all they see are essentially bejeweled ripoffs. Now, yeah. like I say, there are fantastic games for mobile phones, and even though we're going to be slating them off later on in this particular podcast, Apple actually, when they, their, their, their Apple, uh, uh, subscription service for the most part, not, not all of the games, but for the most part, they actually did some great, great things there. They got some companies in like Sega and done that, that, that choo choo rocket universe. That's a perfect, perfect game to put onto a mobile phone. That is like. There's nothing wrong with that. That is sublime. That is a perfect game to do. So in my opinion, if I was someone like uh, uh, Blizzard, I would much rather create a new IP rather than tarnish an IP that's got such a massive uh, fan base behind it and create a new IP for mobile phones. Um you know, like you're not going to be upsetting anyone then, and then you can still do whatever you need to do to make a good mobile game. Chuck in your microtransactions or whatever. I mean, it's preferably don't do that. But what I'm saying is you could create a new good IP that's known to be on a mobile phone, and that's the way it should be, rather than taking a massive thing like this and putting it on there. It just doesn't work. Um, you know, it annoys me when I'm doing my complete histories when I have to go through all of these things. Um, you know, like if, if I was going to do Sims, I'd have, I know that there's a load of Sims games for mobile phones but no one gives a crap about those ones. It's yeah. just tarnishing the original name. It's so much better if someone come along and did something new. Um, yeah, it's like... Yeah. So mobile gaming space for RPGs is heavily influenced by Diablo. You know, it was the original, like, kind of pre-MMO RPG, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. With, with Battle.net and the like. And that's what's created stuff like, I'm guessing Raid Shadow Legends never played it, Um I know, sorry, uh, sorry, sponsors and all of that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's. I get the impression that they're all using Diablo as their benchmark. But here's the problem with Blizzard doing it. It now makes Diablo look like just another one. Mm-hmm. And it's just, well, if everyone's going to copy us, we'll copy them. And, uh, you know, just, I don't know. Insanity. Insanity. Just, just, just seems a bit weak. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but yeah, hey, it's news, I suppose. Um, you know, Diablo's a, uh, or Diablo. How, how, how do you say it? Di- Diablo? Diablo? Diablo. 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 Um, you know, it's, it's a, uh, it's a long standing series. So it's worth bringing up the fact that, you know, uh, the originally only mobile version of the game is coming to PC. Hey. We've just told you. Now you know if you care. Um, and there's one other thing we should probably just quickly bring up before uh, moving on because it's not one of our topics really. Um, but uh, someone in the chat, I saw it there. I'm just trying to see where it was. Yeah, we go. Iquel, I did point out something kind of related. Um, Activision 
uh, you know, my, uh, Blizzard Activision that was bought out by Microsoft recently, they paid more than Elon Musk has just paid to buy out Twitter. <laughs> I I have a good feeling at, that I know why. <laughs> you can't use Twitter in China. Mm-hmm. And uh, Activision Blizzard, this is predominantly the reason why they went for a mobile um, Diablo game. It's because they know um, that Chinese gamers love free-to-play games. Um, it is the largest video game market in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, is and pretty much where all of the you know Western you know free-to-play mobile games. That's where the that's the business model that people are dying to recreate. Mm-hmm. Um, they they just know that this will do well in China. Um, yeah, that's the only reason this exists. Yeah, <laughs> really. Oh. Ultimate Joshi Washi ness uh, over on where is he over on uh, uh, YouTube says I have a theory that two or three console generations from now the Nintendo will transition to making mobile phones and all of the devices will be ARM based um, uh, as it is the Switch if uh, the Switch is essentially a tablet with with controllers on there um, so yeah I mean maybe yeah. I don't know I mean you're going to be seeing a lot more. Uh, mobile phone games from all of the big companies. I mean, Nintendo are already doing it. When, um, when the Switch yeah. was known as the NX, do you remember those days? Those were good yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they they patented a uh, like a platform thing. They, they stated that the Switch was just part of like an OS platform. They were creating essentially Nintendo OS to mm-hmm. be used across multiple things. And yeah, uh, that that kind of checks out with what Joshi Washiness is saying. Did yeah. You imagine- that that's a way to go multi-platform with a Nintendo thing, and then just creating the best experience on your own device. Yeah, I could see that happening totally. Yeah, I think we're, we're potentially going to be seeing a lot more multi-platform. You know, like we've been talking about for generations about that one console rather than you know, or one console made by different companies, just one rather than exclusive over here and exclusives over here. I think we'll be seeing something a little bit more like that um, before we see something where Nintendo are essentially making. Going to nick Michael Towns joke here, the Nintendo gauge. But uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, hey, hey, it's interesting. It's oh, interesting. I, I, I just don't trust Nintendo to make a device that communicates with other people because they still haven't figured that, that out for Nintendo Switch. <laughs> I don't think it's mm-hmm. going to be a phone. It's going to be a tablet, but not a phone. They need, they need to work out how to do online stuff before they can move into that realm. Totally. Um, it's, it's, insa- it's insanity that. To, to, for me to think that if you want to be talking to people online on a Nintendo Switch, there's all these wires and plugging it into your phone and all that sort of like, wow, manic, manic. <sighs> Weird. They do let you use any kind of Bluetooth device on a Switch, though, and that I do give them props for because I've got some sexy yes. Bluetooth headphones. And, um, yeah, being able to play like Ori and stuff like that with my headphones, that's really, really nice. So that props is- where props are due. That's the most consumer-friendly move that Nintendo have done, uh, and they beat out all of their competition by in- by including that. I, if know. I was Nintendo, I'd be shouting to the heavens on all your social medias that they did that. It just kind of happened, though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, again, it's another week, another week where we're going. Why did Nintendo not do this, or why did Nintendo do that? But um, yeah, hey, that's just the way it goes. That's what the way were it goes. they thinking? Now, guys, let's move on to the topic that's uh ah. Uh, the one I think that most people are here for. Oh, Let's yeah. chat about Sonic Origins. A game I'm excited for. A game I 
kind of half have already <laughs> on my Switch <laughs> yeah. because I have the Sega Ages uh, Sonic 1 and Sonic 2 on my Nintendo Switch. And um, yeah, uh, this, this game that's coming out is a remaster of Sonic 1, 2, 3 and Knuckles. I don't know if that's going to be one game, two games or three games in itself, but Sonic 3 and Knuckles and then Sonic CD. Um in my opinion, and I know you agree with me, these are some of the best games ever made. Sonic 3 and Knuckles is my all-time favourite game. Literally my all-time favourite game. It is... Uh, I have to stand up to get it, is there? Um, and uh, yeah, I absolutely adore it. So I'm very excited to be able to play it. In my guess, I've not been given any kind of insider information or anything like that, but in my guess is that it will have brand a brand new soundtrack uh, on Sonic 3 and Knuckles. So I'm just excited to see what this new version of the game is going to be. I'm almost wanting it to be slightly different than what I already have because I can already play the one I already have. I want new versions. Hey, hey, hey. He's playing. He's showing off. Up, yeah. He's awesome. <laughs> I had to pick that up. Um, For sure. Yeah. So it's not only the best game, in my opinion, so I, I agree with Dan. Um, but uh, these are the best versions, because, in my opinion. Because you got, like, uh, Christian Whitehead did such great work with these. Yeah. He was the first one to, like, bring that widescreen um, that widescreen view to the classic Sonic games. He mm-hmm. created all the proof of concepts. He made Sonic CD a thing again mm-hmm. by bringing it out to iOS. That was just the first Hail Mary from Sega and realised that, hang on, Maybe this is something we can do with the rest. And he's been fighting, fighting for Sonic 3 and Knuckles to come back. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's 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 great to see that it's been somewhat validated. Great to see him back. Um, however. With that said, with that said, and, you know, we've got to said. talk about the positives here because at the end of the day, this is an exciting, exciting thing. Uh, the fact that these games are coming back. But... The, the the thing with see what I've never understood and you know it's, you always got to make that comparison to Mario it's just like you know we've no one's grown up here we're a retro gaming podcast it's Mario versus Sonic um you know like I I, I remember when things like the gems collection and the uh, uh was it the mega collection plus um you yeah. know when these sort of games came out you know some of the review people were actually like kicking off about these like it's just the old games again but then praising when the game boy advance would release just a single mario game on the game boy advance so i never understood why stars yeah yeah exactly and yeah you had the wii version where it was literally the mario all stars rom if i'm not mistaken i don't think it was remastered uh on a wii cd um which is and that was by far the weakest thing i've ever seen next to the all stars collection yeah (laughs) insane well um, i i don't they did a few tweaks to 3d all-stars at least at least but it's um it's still insanely bare bones and then they just got rid of it straight after anyway they there's a reason they didn't put a lot of effort into that regardless we're not bashing on nintendo again just yet now we're bashing (laughs) on sega because um there's a lot of bad with this as well firstly let's just before we get into all of the pre-order stuff as a collection of games, um, it's far from the best collection they've ever put out. Um, far yeah. from the best collection. I mean, now, you know, hey, these are remasters. They're going to have different modes and all that sort of stuff. And that's exciting in itself. That is exciting. But already, uh, as already stated, you can get Sonic 1, uh, insanely good versions, like arguably better than the original cartridge 
depending on who you ask. Uh, Sonic 1 and Sonic 2 for the Sega Ages collection on the, uh, um, uh, on the Switch already. And they are phenomenal versions. They're, 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 they're ported by M2. They've got the different versions on there, like that, the, the insanely, uh, uh, rare version that you own, the Mega Play version. Um, they, they own, uh, you know, you can unlock other characters. You can unlock the spin dash in Sonic 1. So, the, you know, like these are all cool ways to play the games already. So. Yeah. What I'm saying is these games have already been essentially perfected uh, by both uh, 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 M2 and, you know, which is better? Is it M2 or is it Christian Whitehead? Um, so you take out those two games. Really, what for me, someone like me, all I'm really going to be getting is Sonic 3 and Knuckles, which, you know, to be fair, is the greatest game of all time, in my opinion. But Sonic 3 and Knuckles and Sonic CD. And yeah. again, Christian Whitehead has actually made essentially what is probably the ultimate version of that game. Um and uh so yeah when you look at it like that even if these are remasters um uh, you're not getting a lot of bang for your buck um especially considering gems collection uh sorry the mega collection plus has so many games on it yeah so many games it's actually quite incredible i'll let you continue chatting while i look up what's actually on that thing because there's more than i'm going to remember but yeah go on go ahead so I think it's I think it's fair to say that a lot of people will look at this, you know, externally, and I know I have, and gone, well, you know, I've kind of got this already, mm-hmm. one form or other. Um, the only time, the only thing is, is that none of those collections like put the first three Sonic games and Knuckles and the CD things. So that's a, you know, that's a bonus. Nobody yeah. has so far, and I'm hoping I get proved wrong by the Origin. Um, has put the, you know. The benefits of the Sega Ages Sonic one and in with the Christian Whitehead ones because there are there's some slight things missing from each that mm-hmm. if you mashed it together it would be considered definitive. Um, yeah, don't get me wrong that that is that is awesome. Yeah, that is a good thing. It's just if they if they do that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, we don't um, know if these versions are going to be better. You know, I'm sure. I already people argue over which is better the sega ages or the christian whitehead versions most of the time it lands on christian whitehead but um yeah the the fact that there's those two versions and they've been remastered and now they're getting remastered a third time and they're going to be good remasters i'm sure unless you know hey maybe they come out and they won't be but um you know so in comparison i mean these are more roms rather than remasters so take that you know for what it is but with the mega um i keep getting it wrong the sonic mega collection plus you get Sonic 1, Sonic 2, 3, Knuckles, um, uh, and Knuckles, sorry, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog Spinball, Mean Bean Machine, and Sonic 3D Blast, which I believe is all of the game, uh, all of the Mega Drive games. I don't believe there's any others. Yeah, I believe it also lets you play Knuckles in Sonic 2 and Blue Spheres as unlockables as well. Yeah, because unlockable, so- you got Blue Sphere, Knuckles in Knuckles the Echidina in Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Sonic the Hedgehog 3 in Knuckles, Flicky, that's added, Rystar, The Ooze, Comic Zone, you've got the Game Gear games as well, Sonic Hedgehog, Chaos Drift, Labyrinth, Mean Bean Machine, and Blast. Um, you haven't got the uh, Tails game in there, I just noticed. But, um, I wow. When you put this up against what they're about to release, it is a little bit. Mm, yeah, yeah. You know, you got you got to think like, what what am I getting extra? And there are hints at things to unlock. So not not just like, um, I mean, we're looking at the screenshot at the moment, and where Sonic's running around, and the monitor has got like coin. 
and you yeah. see a coin in there. And that leads me to believe that there's a lot more to discover and see. I mean, that could yeah. be things like, I don't know what they'll do with that. Maybe they'll do character colours. Maybe they'll do all of the soundtrack songs um, that you can unlock using that. That's probably most likely. Um, but there's nothing to say that we wouldn't see like different modes or things like... I would love it if, for example, for a thousand coins, you unlocked the Mega Play version of Sonic One. Yeah, I, I, I would like something along those lines. Something, something new to happen in this sense. Um, uh, remixes, you know, all, all these different things that you could add in there. Different versions yeah. of the game, like you say. I believe you can already see in one in the trailer that plays for this. I'll try and get it up in a moment. But um, uh, that's what she said. We th- th- there's actually mm. a level that. Um, is unrecognizable to me. I don't notice it, so it must be one of the uh, early preview levels that didn't make it into the game or something to that effect. Uh, And, you know, this is going to be an official Sega-released game with what I hope are achievements to those original um, uh, Sonic Trilogy and and CD. So, I mean... That's all good. And I, at the moment, we're all speculation. It's all just speculation. I hope they go down the .mu route where they just now sprinkle out information uh, all the way up until it's released. Oh, by the way, this and, and they seem to do that. I mean, if you look at how Monkey Ball and stuff like that is um, uh, released, they, they announce it and then they say, oh, you can also unlock a Dreamcast to play in the game. Um, and oh, look, now uh, I think there was like Hello Kitties in it and all this other stuff. Yeah, like we've we've added Ray, we've added Mighty, that kind of thing. Because you've yeah, got those exactly. sprites, you've got those movesets, you can do this. Yeah. You know, like it's it's made from the same engine as Sonic Mania. Just do it, you know? If, if um, they just keep dropping these little things on the lead up, that would be fantastic. Don't you do it all the time, you know, with that, that they show off on April O'Neill's in it now and Shredder's in it now, obviously talking about the new Turtles game. And they did it with like Streets of Rage about the unlockable characters and the things that were going to be happening in that. And Ola, and now you're going to be able to play the original characters in this and blah, blah, blah. So um, I'm hoping that's what they're going to do with this because that, that's exciting. Exciting. I think Nintendo mastered that with the release of you know things like the um, uh, the Smash Brothers games. You know, they're releasing the dropping little hints of the characters uh, on the lead up to um, you know its release. And I, I think that Sega really should go down that. That's just good marketing. It's good marketing. However, it hasn't started off good no. for them. No, 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 definitely no. Not. So um, yeah, no, th- th- there's, that's all good. I don't really think we can say anything more good about this because, like you say, most of it's speculation by this point. There's yeah. this bad boy here. Just just drop the trailer where Sonic like falls uh, drops in on that ice caps and it's got the original sound. Mm-hmm. If I hear that, I will actually pre-order it because I just don't expect I just don't expect it to happen at this stage. I don't I'm think that soundtrack's going to be in there. I really don't think that soundtrack's going to be in there. Yeah, I I really hope we're wrong because it is. I the I, best I hope soundtrack. we do. <clears throat> yeah. Like. It's so in Sega's interest to pay what they need to pay. I mean, and who knows what's being asked. So maybe it, maybe it's a ridiculous amount, but it's Sonic free and knuckles. Pay what you need to pay to get the rights to that. Like yeah. uh, whoever you need to pay to, 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 to please the, the MJ estate. Cause I mean, again, I don't know this, but I, by this point, we all know that's the reason. Like get it. Make sure it's yours because this is Sonic free and knuckles. It's, in my opinion, no, the greatest game ever no, made. Michael. But this is is, uh, is the fi- um, is, I just see Michael mention this. He's just said, just replace the songs. No, no, no. It's it's history, man. Like, Don't yes, get me wrong. I'm were- happy. I'm happy with an alternative soundtrack, and there is technically an alternative <coughs> soundtrack already. The original one. Um, yeah, that was which more- was in the Mega Mega Collection for PC. Yes, absolutely. Sorry, the Sonic Sonic Free and Knuckle Collection, not the Mega Collection. They had like yes, yes, tracks. that's right. 
Yeah. So, I mean, that's already in there. And hey, if you want to get T Lopes or someone in, which I'll, I'll put money down, T Lopes is, is, is associated with this somehow. If you want T Lopes to go in there, do a little remix soundtrack for any of the games, you know, maybe that's a little unlockable. I'm all for that. Throw all of that in there. But it is going to be painful if that original soundtrack isn't in there. It is going to oh, be so painful. Yeah. It is. But regardless, anyway, so. Like many games, um, uh, I think someone mentioned in the chat Anthem. I think that was one of the more famous ones. Uh, on the lead up to its release, um, companies tend to do this little chart, uh, which is what we're seeing on the screen right now. <clears throat> Depending on what version you get. By the way, there's no physical version. So what digital version you decide to buy really blows my mind that there would ever be more than one. Um, but yeah. What digital version you decide to get depend uh, uh, results in you getting different things within the game, and it's so weird because, like, like I've already said, two of these games are already available. These are not new games, yeah. and um, yeah, it's 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 really painful as a, as a Sonic original trilogy fan for you know a lot of this stuff being hidden behind a paywall. Um, my hope is the fact that hey, you've pre-ordered it, you get it early rather than uh, you have to pay for this DLC. But I think a lot of this will be actual DLC. I've got a more high-quality picture of this here. Let me uh, get this up here. So here's just to, pre- just to preface <laughs> this, right? So typically, I-, I like to call this the Ubisoft um, pre-order chart because Ubisoft are very, very fond of it. Um, mm-hmm. And they usually outline <clears throat> what is and what isn't in whichever version you're buying. And what's most annoying about the Ubisoft like kind of chart is that you will go all the way to the right, the most expensive edition, probably about five hundred pounds or or whatever the equivalent is in dollars, and you still won't get everything. So it's irritating on that basis. I so- believe you now will, but only if you pre-order. That's right. Yeah. So, so here's the updated version. What's really, really annoying about this is that there is only five dollars difference between the left, the far left, and the far right. <laughs> it makes you wonder why they didn't just charge forty-five dollars in the first place and say this is the price. Because forty-five dollars, right if this game has only got four games on it, is a uh, terrible. Uh, amount of money to ask for this even as a hardcore sonic fan i'm gonna buy it obviously yeah. but that's too much money anyway, yeah carry on and, carry on and you, you're talking about like very cosmetic things you know things like character animations in the menus <laughs> that i don't that it really as i say just charge the extra five dollars and then don't tell anyone about what's co- what's costing more mm-hmm. the thing is right sega Okay. Oh, sorry. Thirty six ninety nine is the UK price. I'll take that back. Okay, yeah. sorry. So Sega, I'm gonna I'm going to address you personally because I know you're probably listening. Actually, probably not. Much. No, <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> yeah, it's um, <laughs> but you've already made the content, right? You do not gain anything extra by charging an extra five dollars after the facts. You gain nothing extra. Just charge the forty-five pound, uh, forty-five dollars, and then just say it's the complete experience. Because right now it looks like you're nickel and diming us, even if it it's is so, so bizarre. It's so bizarre. I mean, that original game what was it ninety-one. I'm going to really show myself up here. It was nineteen ninety-one that that original game came out. You can buy DLC for that game. Yeah, that's that. Whoa, that's weird. So let's let's Hard let's go down this missions. list. 
<laughs> let's go down yeah, this. Please, I'll try and work out the best uh, way to see this. Okay. So you get the main game. No matter what bundle you buy, you get the main game. Move over. Oh, here we go. This is a bit higher quality. Ah, here we go. Right. Okay. So you get the main game. Everyone gets the main game. <laughs> Although you... Oh, right. They're the, they're the uh, extra <laughs> yeah. bits. Okay. The premium fun pack. Yeah. Premium fun pack, classic music pack, and stark dash pack. You don't get the main game of that, but they're like DLC packs, essentially. Uh, the 100 bonus coins. Now, like you say, I'm guessing this coins mechanic is to unlock things in the game. Yeah. I'm... Oh, it is going to be painful if, when these reviews come out, if you have to buy, or it gives you the ability even, just to buy the coins. Would they do that? Oh, man. I mean, that's like, that's the mobile. You, you, you wouldn't think twice about it in, in a mobile game. I mean, I, I'm a bit addicted to stupid bejeweled type games myself. Um, I do generally play them quite a lot. Um, I'm playing one at the moment called Emoji Blitz, which is a Disney emoji game. Uh, it's just, it's like you say, it's essentially bejeweled. But um, it's got this thing where you can go to the menu and you can spin a little dial, and then you know wherever it lands, you know you you win a you know another character or more coins, whatever it may be. Uh, but if you watch a a menu, if you watch an advert. You get to spin it again, and then the price of getting more coins goes down by ten percent, and it goes down by twenty. And you keep by the end of it, I've watched five adverts just to get three pound off of like an eight. It's like, and I just don't want that sort of. Me- but I don't find it a problem on mobile, but just because just because I'm used to it, I don't yeah. want that added to these original nineteen um, nineties uh, 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 Sonic games. Yeah, it's like this when is they like it's so bad. Bethesda, it's when they added that Bethesda launch to Doom all over again. This you had to be online to play the original Doom in 2021. Yeah, it's absolutely nuts. Where every probably um, retro game has probably got like that. <laughs> probably got that game on their hard drive somewhere anyway. You know? yeah. <laughs> oh, it's it's nuts. It's nuts. Thinking about it in this room, I, I'm right. Okay, so I've got one. Oh my god, one, two, three. Four. I've got the uh, I've got the ROM on that as well. Five. I've got it on five. I've got Sonic One five times over here. I've got a, a compilation over that side. That's six. I've got a free free Mega Drive collections behind me. I've got this game, and then and then yeah, and then I've got the versions on the Switch. I've got this game ten times. I can think around me, and I know you've got it a hell of a lot more on different compilations. You're more, much more of a collector than I am, and now you can get it again. Buy DLC for it. It's it's bonkers because this is not a new game. It's yeah. that's that's the insane thing about it. If it was you know whatever you know whatever the next Sonic game is, then it would still be you know would still be having a conversation, but it wouldn't be as it wouldn't be as bad. But oh yeah, totally. Oh my god. Right. Anyway, look. We, we re- yeah. anyway hundred bonus coins. Um, you no matter what version you get, you don't get the hundred coins. Uh, bonus coins unless you buy the start dash pack on top of whatever version you get or you pre-order it i believe yeah Yeah. mirror mode unlocked is that just literally running from right to left pretty much yeah i can't see how else that would play unless you start at the end of the stage and run back to the front i don't know maybe they've made some edits to the stages so they work in reverse i I don't really know yeah because you're Um, not gonna be able to go backwards in the original game you got that massive long bit where you 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 go down the pipes and then fly up into the air 
So it's just yeah. not going to work in reverse. So yeah, it must literally be they've turned the camera around, which if I'm not mistaken, is one of the extras added into the Mega Drive slash Genesis collection for the Switch, PlayStation 4 and whatever anyway. You can just do that in there. I believe I did that version when I went up to Sega and played it. Uh, so yeah, Mirror Mode Unlocks, that is only in there if you pre-order or you buy the Start Dash Pack. Hard yeah. Missions. Now, what can Hard Missions possibly be? So if this is... So let's let's talk about one of my favourite like Sonic compilation, Sonic Jam. Um, Sonic Jam. So those. So if people don't know what Sonic Jam was, essentially it was the first three Sonic games and Knuckle um, for the Sega Saturn, and they weren't just like ports or ROMs. They were actual remasters of the original source code, mm-hmm. and they added easy mode for people so that like paved off spike pits, all of that. But there were hard modes as well. Um, and that was just intriguing. But what I loved about this thing, sorry, I'm going to digress a little bit. What I loved about this thing is that you had that 3D mode, which acted as a sort of museum yeah. and a showcase for what Sonic could be, which is absolutely something they should be doing here. Um, it, it was and- stunning. Yeah, for the it slide. was like it was considering it was just like literally a menu, um, running around like a big you know menu uh, hub. It's a hub, isn't it? Um, oh, man, it really, it's really upsetting that we didn't get this as a game, like a proper game. Oh yeah, well we technically did with Night Christmas Nights. If anyone remembers that, but <laughs> yeah, nobody, nobody's played that mode. Let's face it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah um, hard mode, weird, yeah. so weird. You shouldn't need to pay for a hard mode is, I think, the point that we're trying to get to. Um, yeah. Metro Last Light, if anyone remembers that, they had this mode called Ranger Mode. And you had you had to pre-order the game to be able to access it or pay £5 when it first when it first came out. That was ridiculous because it's usually just HP value updated. There's no extra content for really a hard mode in a game. Mm-hmm. Difficulty settings should not be locked behind paywall, ever. It's really weird. It's really weird. Um, so, yeah, that's part of the premium fun pack. So, basically, we've already moved to a different pack because the one we've been talking about already is the Start Dash Pack, which is essentially the free DLC if you pre-order uh, either the standard or deluxe version, or I'm assuming eventually if you don't ever pre-order it, it's something you would actually have to pay for. Um so now this is when you now moved over to the premium fun pack. So you want those hard missions and you didn't pre-order it and you wanted everything we've talked about so far, you would obviously have to buy the start dash pack if that is something you can buy. Um, and now also the premium, uh, premium fun pack. Uh, yeah. Letterbox background. Now, uh, uh, <laughs> are we, are we, are we just talking about those, those standard modes that come with every Every single um, uh, emulated type game, you know, Maturican games have it on the Switch. The the Mega Drive collection has this on the Switch. Like every single thing has letterbox backgrounds. No, Dan, we're talking about fun for a premium here. Okay, we're gonna have your letterbox backgrounds. You're gonna have your character animations in the main menu, right? You're gonna have your camera controls over the main menu islands, the islands of which we have not seen yet, so we have no idea what that's in reference to. See, I don't know why they would why they would show this off yet before we even know what these things are. I don't even know why they would mention this character animations during Music Islands. Yeah, what does that? Who are they paying for this? So yeah, we got letterbox backgrounds, character animation in the main menu is and is DLC. It doesn't matter which version you get, but it's DLC. I expect Um, that included, right? 
character animation I'm buying. because surely that's in the game already and then you just basically download something that unlocks it yeah that can't now, be something you download now if they right so think about it on this on this right way right say they needed to pay a premium license for the sonic 3 and knuckles soundtrack and they can only do it per person right they like per click per you know download Almost as if it's like, I don't know, an iTunes album, a Spotify library to pay. If that $5 was for the Sonic 3 and Knuckles soundtrack, here's $5, good sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but this is such a nickel and dime thing. It's mm-hmm. It shouldn't even be mentioned. It's, it's really weird that even the mentality of deciding to talk about this before you've actually shown what they are. Yeah. It's, it's weird. You know, I'm not saying they should do this because I don't think this is a good idea, but why say you're going to get 100 bonus coins before explaining what the coins are? Because 100 coins in a Sonic game, that's an extra life. Do you just start the game with an extra life or is this something that you collect? Like, no one actually knows, really. It's speculation. Um, Character animation in the main menu. Uh, uh, What's this? Camera controls over the main menu island. So my guess is, I mean, on the title screen, you've got the spinny little island in the background on... That's actually only on Mania, isn't it? I don't know what it's going to be. Yeah, you're moving the camera around. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That's DLC. that's five dollars, everyone. By the way, um, donation link down below. Yeah, get them <laughs> over. Um, uh, 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 character animations during Music Islands. Now, I wonder if that because I know at one point I remember reading um, something with Yuji Naka that he wanted to add uh, a breakdancing Sonic in the uh, uh, the music selection of the original Sonic the Hedgehog, but either ran out of time or, or, or it ran out of space. One of the two. Um, Maybe something, something like that. But again, it's not something you should really pay for. Yeah. Um, and then you've got the additional music tracks from the Mega Drive slash Genesis titles. Now, the only reason I think that that's the only one that's kind of okay to do, even though it technically, for the price, it should be added, is it does make me think that maybe the Sonic 3 and Knuckles soundtrack is going to be on there, but because they probably had to pay two for now to get it, by adding it as there as a DLC thing, it's the only one I kind of understand. I still think it should be added, considering it's the price it is. Um, but still, it's the only one I kind of understand. If, if it's gone down that case, if it's on that road, unfortunately, uh, they've already stated it's going to be for game for the Master System games, the um, like Knuckles, Chaotix, Sonic Spinball, anything that isn't free on or CD. But it says for the Mega Drive slash Genesis titles. That's right. Those are all Mega Drive slash Genesis titles. Um, well, Sonic Spinball is definitely, and Knuckles Chaos technically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So seventy-three tracks uh, from Sonic Spinball, Chaotix, and Sonic's 3D Blast. That's what that includes. This right. is from Video Games Chronicle. They've uh, they've listed what that means. Right. Okay. Okay. Now there is one more bit of information that's come from this, if I'm not mistaken. I know that's something that's come in today, didn't it? Yes. Yeah. So this is an extra fun. So, uh, guys. Just a quick heads up, because uh, I saw a couple of people uh, say, I think Andy Norton said it, oh, I think I'll just download uh, so it's the only one I haven't played. Do it quickly, because mm-hmm. as a result of Sonic uh, Origins uh, coming out, or in the pre in the in the run up to it coming out, they're yeah. delisting all of the um, previous versions of Sonic One, Two, Three, and because they not want this to all be of them, but nearly one. all of them. There's a few they're not. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, a couple of ex- exceptions like the Sega Ages, as they are a different kettle of fish. But yeah. yeah, they are literally removing these from platforms like ASAP. 
Yeah. So they bearing in mind that Sonic One and Two, the Christian Whitehead version, you know, the same versions that are in this. Um, well, are, we assume. Yeah, minus you know adding whatever they, they those coins do, and you know the the mission modes that they're talking about. Um, they they are going to be removed, despite the fact that they were free for a considerable amount of time, or one pound ninety nine to buy outrightly. Mm-hmm. You know, most people, if they have a mobile phone, they have access to these games. So just make sure you get those in your libraries before, because if you if you're not interested in the Origins pack, um, that would be the only way you can get access to those games in a legitimate sense. Yeah. Otherwise, you're emulating. And let's just face it, these ROMs have been available for a good amount of time. And that's the problem. That is the problem. I I adore these games. And obviously, they're really holding on the fact that um, uh, Sonic 3 and Knuckles is the big one because that's the one everyone wants and they haven't been able to get hold of. I get there's a million collections out there for like the Switch and all that sort of stuff. And for the most part, you don't mind paying a premium. Like, um, uh, uh, you know, you got that. I recently bought up that Tower. American one I've actually got right here. Um, uh, what is it? The uh, Clockwork Aquario game. Um, there's like that that the Fighters Mega Mix one that the uh, uh, Capcom are putting out, and obviously got the Street Fighter one as well. Um, and you know all these different games. For the most part, they don't get released. I suppose Street Fighter does, but for the most part, they don't get released all of that often. And that's why this is a painful amount of money to pay for these games because they have been released all the time sega farm these games out to absolutely anyone you want if you think about it right now you can play sonic and i keep, i've already said it but you can play sonic one and two right now um on your switch several different ways you can download sega ages which is five pound 99 i think that at it's most expensive you can buy that you can buy the mega drive collection it's on that i believe they're both on the um uh, uh, uh the online service yeah. So like, these games are everywhere, and now they're releasing them again and charging you, uh, what was it, £37 or $45. Um, and that's why it's painful. You don't mind paying when it's something like Turrican, because even though that's only got four games on it or whatever else, because it's the first time you've been able to get them for like so, so long. Um, these are just so readily available. On top of those, all those versions I just mentioned, I mean, we got it on the Sega Mega Drive Mini. I got them on that game, or at least one and two. Yeah, they're on that. Um, I've got, like, they're just on everything. I, I, yeah, I, I got sent a promo thing for the Fire TV a few years ago, and they're on that. <laughs> like, these yeah. games are everywhere. Um, and that's why it's hard to pay the premium. As good as they are, and they, you know, they are utterly fantastic game-changing games, it's just like they are every single person, more so than Nintendo's original Mario, Super Mario for the NES. These games are everywhere um and that that for me that's why it's painful and then to charge now dlc for this game that you guaranteed already own and like i say you can get it on your mobile and everything else it's painful yeah because sega forever that's another one as well yeah um yeah yeah i the, hey sega i love you and we're talking about my all-time favorite games here but wow it's i don't know what that, else you can do with this now it's, it's, for <laughs> the, it's for that reason why everyone's getting so upset these are beloved games they deserve better genuinely mm-hmm. they deserve better and I'd, I'd love it if it just comes out that these games uh have something really like exciting and hidden just don't know i don't know guys you haven't got the track record right now it just I mean, look at this chart, guys. Come on. This chart is the, the is the painful thing, and uh, it is a shame because 
everything leading up to this, it seems like for the from the retro standpoint, you've been doing the right thing, putting your uh, uh, your properties out, your your IPs out to, to to companies that that truly do care. You know, you have got these incredible Monster World remakes, and 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 obviously Streets of Rage and and Sonic Mania, um, and you know all, all of these really really awesome things happening. Um, uh, even Monkey Ball, uh, you know, it's a bit of an argumentative type thing whether it's really as good as it used to be whatever else but i think it was definitely good enough for you know a new version or or at least a a compilation game which is essentially what it was um they're doing the right things with their classic ips uh and then there's even talks about putting uh, you know sonics in the cinema doing insanely well uh there's talks of having crazy taxi and and streets of rage in the cinema that's going to be an awesome thing to get get the name of those classic legacy titles out there more and then you get your most beloved games of all your entire catalog there is no other game more important to sega than these games and then you do this to them so it is yeah it's painful yeah uh just one last thing in the chat um there was a, a link through by i quail uh one of our regular uh regular um he's he's just sent through a thing about the uh drm so de novo is being used for these games as well on pc which to me as i don't know why why have they added drm to sonic what, that you have Sonic to be online? Is that what you mean? or? <laughs> well, it's just like that anti-piracy thing, you know, on the most readily available ROMs since the day that ROMs were a thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like everyone, I, th- I think everyone I know has at least played a pirated version of Sonic at one point in their lives because, let's just face it, they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know, it's just really, really odd. But one thing that's interested in, in that article is they show off the a part of the menu, uh, which shows Sonic 3 and Knuckles. And there are two versions of each game. You've got the anniversary mode, which is the new like 16 by 9 widescreen uh, version, which let's, let's just face it, once you've played it, you, you don't want to go back. Um, classic mode, uh, which is the, the you know 4 by 3 and I believe it's got some of the, it removes some of the extra like things, a boss rush and blue spheres. So yeah, I don't know if that, I don't know whether that's going to include something like Sonic 2 and Knuckles, or I don't know if you know if that's included. Yeah, who makes, knows? It just makes you wonder. It's it's really bizarre. And uh, it's not just like the, the, the fans, us that are upset about this uh it has been reported that the people that worked on sonic mania or at least some of the people working on sonic mania have also worked on this so hey that's that's great news that's fantastic news yeah um but they have also um put it out a little tweet Uh, i'll see if i can find it here but um yeah they're they're not happy about it either (laughs) essentially um uh, as you see, mad. when Devolver Digital put out, here's our marketing department have created a handy guide for pre-ordering Trek to Yomi, and it's just a list of every single box ticked. It doesn't matter what you buy. Yeah. Sega, you're doing it to yourself. You're doing it to yeah. yourself. Um, yeah. It's painful. It really is. It really is. Uh, mm. And also, Sega. if you're going to be charging like $32.99 or $44, uh, $45, I expect this at this stage, you need to put that soundtrack in. It's the only thing that's going to make me give you the the monies, you know? Will you not oh. Will you not pay for this if it doesn't come with the soundtrack? I'm I'm seriously debating whether I should or not. because And, that, and that's big it. for you. I mean, you, you buy pretty much anything, Sonic. It, it is huge for me, but they've they've done one major thing that, will absolutely turn me off anything and that's made it digital only that's ah oh man know Why? your audience know yeah. your audience 
you've you've got one of the most recognizable properties in video games one that still sells physical and you've decided to make an anniversary collection digital only see what i don't understand is this is like if i'm not mistaken this is more expensive than what sonic mania was when that came out and that was like a whole new game and yeah. that didn't come uh physical at first but well, then the what collector's they, edition with yeah but then when they released yeah. with, with the dlc uh, then they released that version. Uh, was it Sonic Mania Plus? Um, yeah. Are they going to do that? Are they going to make a more expensive version down the line with something like Knuckle, I, Knuckles Chaotix on it or something? I have a distinct feeling that this is coming to run. I that have would that. be so weird. I have that impression that that's going to be. Oh, man. I do not want to be spending over 150-odd quid or whatever for this. I... I begrudge the idea of paying twice for the same game on the same platform especially when one of those one of those versions is a version that i can't get my money back for <laughs> well what were we talking about what was it so say for example right so this is where limited run slight whole thing cools down and where i despised you know the fact that sonic mania's physical came out a year after with plus and that is um i already owned the game i owned sonic mania but I like the physical releases. So if I wanted to buy this release, I'm essentially buying the same game twice. But that sorry, mainly didn't come to limited run, did it? No, but it was a separate physical release a year later. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Came out. And then with limited run, you know, if I really wanted to play the game, such as, you know, Shadow Man Remastered, example, I'm not going to buy it for the PS4 and then buy the PS4 run release, am I? There's no point. I already own the game and I've already played it. And to be honest, I've probably got bored of it by the time I actually get the thing through. And this so, I mean, you played Streets of Rage happen, yeah. to death by the time it came through physically. Yeah, for that one, I wanted the Switch copy. So that was somewhat justified. Yeah, but, but I, I know what you I, mean. It takes a long time, doesn't it? It does, absolutely. Now, now we're talking about the problem with limited run type companies. But <laughs> yeah, but if, if they're planning on this, it's the wrong way around. They need to make. They needed to have made this physical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh, oh. Please don't do that, Sega. I do not want to spend like ah oh, over a hundred odd quid on. I mean, they are the greatest games that I probably would, but bloody hell, don't do that to me. Let's move on. Let's move on. We've bashed this enough. Let's just hope it comes out and it's and it's awesome because I really hope it is. Um, if you noticed. When he's collecting the rings, sorry, I say I want to stop talking about it, and then I don't. When they're collecting rings, only the rings at the top of the screen are going up. The rings at the bottom of the screen are not going up. Yes, because those are coins. Oh, those right, okay. Co- those are collectible coins. And what I find interesting, replacing the life counts, I'm guessing and that's within a challenge. It's oh, got to be, yeah. that's right. Yeah, so the anniversary mode, they, they're doing away with lives. And uh, you you earn coins, which can be used to unlock things, but also they act as your lives. So when you die, you lose a certain amount of coins. A half your coins or something like that, yeah. Yeah, like like how Mario Odyssey did it. Yeah, interesting. Which I'm not against. I'm not against. No, I'm I'm, 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 I'm up for these new versions, the way to play these classic games in a new, uh, in a new mode or whatever. Uh, yeah, because there's classic and that's got your lives on the bottom, but then anniversary doesn't with like a whole new level by the looks of it as well. Right. Okay. Let's move on from this. Um, yeah. I, um, yeah, we've bashed this enough, but, um, still very excited. And as, you know, as we're such big fans, expect to hear a lot more about this as and when more, uh, news drops. Yeah. Uh, from one classic company to another, uh, let's chat about 
Atari. Oh, no, not there. Now let's talk about Atari. Here we go. I think for all the whole history of the podcast, we haven't said anything really all that positive. Because it's all been about like blockchain, been about um, hotels, NFTs, all of that. This is actually really cool. Um, I do. I think so too, yeah. Yeah. So what we're looking at here, it's been spotted online that there is a, a Lego Atari 2600 being made. And this looks an awful lot like uh, what they did for the NES, Lego NES, mm-hmm. where you had the, the full console remade in Lego. I'm all for these. I think Yeah, um, I, I think they're awesome. Yeah. Are you going to get I'm one? Not an Atari. No, I'm <laughs> not for the Atari. I, I, I was never <laughs> the biggest fan of Atari. And the £200 for the um, NES was a bit much, in my opinion. I feel like they could have done away with EV. It is bloody awesome, that telly, though. It is. It's really cool, but it adds so much more like expense to it. That that would have been a £70 set and far more easy to uh, to spend money on if it was just... But the then, if there was a version that was a £70 set and then a, like whatever this one is, with the television... You'd still want to get you. You wouldn't be able to get that seventy-one because you know there's a better version out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quite possibly. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So there, there, there is that side to it. But if this was a Mega Drive, a Lego Mega Drive, I think I would because yeah, I, I would. think it's it's like that, that's the console I care about, right? Mm-hmm. So that's all it is. That's what it is, isn't it? Yeah, I I, I played on the Atari um, back in the day, 2600, um, but it wasn't that a system I had. It was just one that I found at like my my nans or something, I think, once. And, you know, I played it when I went around there every so often. But no, I mean, no, it, it wasn't a system I grew up with. It's not going to sell as well as the NES did. But, hey, it will uh, <laughs> It'll be a cool thing. It, it would be cool if they just keep now pumping these out. Uh, start teasing for the next one. You know, maybe it'd be Super Nintendo or maybe a Sega console is obviously the one that I would like. They keep now slowly pumping these out and then you can get a line of them like you do with your your, your Mega Drive minis and your, all that sort of stuff. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. An expensive long, hobby. That'd be really cool if they're all to like killer scales that they actually match up. Mm-hmm. You create your own little like Almost like your little game room were just emulating back home. Um, I've just seen a lot of uh, comments in the chat. I had, I have to bring attention to it. I hope they've cleared this with Soldier. You know, as he, as you know, he <laughs> as owns he, Atari. That's it. As he is the CEO of Atari now. Actually, if we buy this, do we become? Because apparently that's how it works. <laughs> that is how it works. Yeah. Ridiculous. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's not really much else to say here, but it is, it's a cool thing. Um, this is probably about to happen. Two hundred dollar model. Um, and uh, yeah, it'll be the second one to come in line. It's a weird one to jump from, from NES to Atari. I thought there'd be a little bit more. 50, 50 years is a long, long time. Uh, so that's that's a hell of an anniversary. I think, it's, I think it's a good shout. Is it for the 50th anniversary, is it? That's the intention, yeah. Oh, well, okay then. I, I take it back. That's a good one to yeah. carry on with. So uh, yeah, keep an eye out for this one, guys. It looks like it's going to land around August if you're a fan of Atari. Uh, yeah. Apple. Yes. This next topic. Apple. This is a sad thing because I was talking about how much I like their subscription service to their, their games. They're actually pumping some money into some studios to get some exclusive games. Not everything's good because a lot of what they do also is is change uh, games full of microtransactions and then turn them into non-microtransaction versions of games. It happened with the Gallagher uh, release they had. And when you take out microtransactions in a game that's built around microtransactions, what you're left with is the worst grind of a game imaginable 
yeah. play this game for 100 years to unlock this uh, one character or something absurd you know it's it's pointless it's a pointless thing to do uh, however there are some good ones they work they work with some companies and actually get some proper mobile games using touchscreen correctly um, like I said I brought up uh, Choo Choo uh, Universe um, the, uh, you know Sonic Racing is actually pretty good um, it's actually a rival to the Mario Kart one in my, in my opinion it doesn't have anywhere near the content so obviously it would lose but hey they do good things um and you know we got to remember as well we brought up recently about the fact that their 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 gaming division they earned more than what is it the majority of the competition combined as well a couple of months ago some serious money in mobile gaming and uh you know obviously apple take a nice chunk of that but um yeah yeah it's insane um well i'll let you can you, you 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 explain what's happening here yeah so what's happening is right now this might sound like an odd thing to complain about because if you're a mobile phone user you'd want every updated that's a reasonable ask um his, there, there are some slight problems uh similar to what sega are doing with the classic versions of sonic one um but slightly more similar apple are removing apps that have not been updated in a certain time and we don't mm-hmm. know exactly how long this time frame is it could be anywhere once um and then if it's not updated within that time scale Developers have 30 days in releasing up, or the app gets removed from the apps. Mm-hmm. Now, here's where here's where there is a problem. Now, if we take a game like Afterburner Climax, before it returned for Sega Forever, um, it was one of those games that was delisted over a certain amount of time because it was not updated to generations of iPhone. That means that even if you owned the game or owned, owned the ROM, because it wasn't ready for the iOS version if you updated your phone, you could not access that game. And more people could not play After Better Climates. You couldn't buy it. You couldn't download it. You couldn't try a demo or anything like that. It was just gone. Yeah. And thankfully, they brought it back for Sega Forever. But it's a really good example of one of those situations where if Apple says, you know, we don't care if your game's completed and doesn't, if you don't get an update, it's gone from store. Um, it's putting lots of pressure on independent developers. Um, yeah, because now they it, have to it's it's go weird. There's got to be a clause in this, and they've got to rectify what they've said. It's really weird. Yeah, it feels like developers will have to spin plates. You know, they hmm. they're going to be working on new projects, putting all of that effort, and then suddenly, because they get a notification from Apple, they've got to token to keep that game up and running. It just you know, it costs money, and updates cost app uh, cost money. For they developers do. to 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 put games up on the we could see a lot of creativity being thrown to the wayside as a result of this. Yeah, it's more impactful than you probably. Exactly, it's almost forcing uh, some kind of update DLC or whatever it may be. Uh, I'm showing footage on the screen right now of a game that is a perfect uh, mobile game. Um, a lot of people saying they don't like touchscreen for their controls. I'm with you. I don't want to be touching buttons that are not there. Um, yeah. But this particular game I'm showing off right now is a game called Monument Valley. If you haven't played it, it is like literally the, the probably the best kind of mobile game that you could play. It's a couple of quid. It doesn't cost a lot, but it's um, all done by you sliding things around to try and make uh, uh, pathways for your character to move along. Um, so it's incredibly easy. Also, shout out to the um, uh, massive shout out for like the Rayman um, uh, constant running Rayman game. Run, yeah. That's yeah, bloody awesome. Good. That was. Um, but eventually it gets to a point where, I mean, these are bigger games. Obviously, I'm, you know, it's because I don't know many indie games. But, um, you know, it gets to a point where these games are finished. That's it. They're done. Let's work on something else. 
But yeah. if you don't constantly update it within every two years, does that mean that it's no longer going to be uh, available? It's like, that's a ridiculous thing. Um, unless they are trying to be consumer friendly with this statement by saying um, you need to make sure it plays on, 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 on future hardware. Otherwise, there's no point having it on there because it won't work. So I understand their take on that. But if that is the case, they've, they've definitely uh, gone about explaining it the wrong way. Um I feel like Apple yeah. are big enough and that they can do the PC. iOS is all based on the same kind of code. And if they want to, they could make that back compatible. Now, it doesn't matter if the game runs resolution. Besides, can emulate. And, you know, I'm still playing games on my PC with DOS. I'm sorry, but Apple Apple do better. Yeah. And yeah. that's it. Ultimate Joshy Washiness. But what if the app is already at its best and doesn't need an update? Exactly. What is the issue there? I said that like maybe they're trying to get it so that uh, uh, the people behind these de- uh, the devs behind this um, uh, these games, or well, not just games, apps of all types, uh, are are making sure they work for future uh, devices. But surely, saying that it actually should be Apple's. Uh, that's Apple's issue, surely, to make sure that the games that are out there are available, uh, are, are able to work on new new devices. Um, yeah, it's it's ruining preservation. Face it, it's again one of those things that yeah. just proves that digital gaming, especially on the mobile, throwaways. We've spoken about Doctor Mario. Um, Painful. I've got it on my phone. I don't want to get rid of it. Yeah, it's like that's that is a Mario game that you'll never ever be able to play again. Like Mario 35, you know, think about it that way. Nintendo, the biggest legacies in gaming, and they are out mobile games, People like and want to continue playing, but they just can't. Nintendo says, no. Yeah, absolutely. That's insane. Why is that allowed? Why is that? It's really bizarre. It's really bizarre. And, and, and that, that was so weird to me. Um, I mean, I mean, if I was Nintendo, like, I probably wouldn't choose something like Dr. Mario to begin with. Although, technically, from a, just because they've got bigger IPs like Pokemon or whatever else, but, um, Dr. Mario is such a perfect mobile game. It's literally a puzzle game. And technically, you can move, uh, change what you would normally use with a controller with your finger. It's, it's, doesn't need anything more. It's a perfect game, but it just wasn't earning them enough money. That's gone now. You will never be able to play that game now. It's gone. Yeah just gone to the wind crazy crazy uh but yeah um go check out monument valley because that's a fantastic game there's a sequel as well monument valley 2 it's um it'll only take you a few hours to complete but it only costs you a couple of quid and it's well worth it um really really good game but uh not a great move apple um it, uh, i can't see a positive here that they, they, they make money more money than any game company you can possibly ever imagine um and Again, it's not yeah, just games; it's all apps. But yeah, yeah, it's, it's but bonkers, bonkers. Ah, oh, we're getting negative on this, but let's 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 talk about something positive. Let's talk about siphon filter. And what I will say, actually, um, I put out a, a tweet recently saying uh, I want to do a complete history on a classic PlayStation or mostly PlayStation known property. Siphon filter was one of the ones that come up the most. But considering there's some heavy, heavy rumours of either a remaster or a new version of a game coming at some point. I've decided not to do it just yet because the last thing I want to do is release a um, complete history and then only one month later, uh, you know, it's out of date. <laughs> I like to at least no, give my complete histories a year or so, but it will be coming eventually, I'm sure. But regardless, yeah, there's a lot of love for Siphon Filter, that game that was built on the same engine as Bubsy 3D. <laughs> yeah, we keep forgetting that little nugget, but no, it, it was great. It, it kind of carried on uh, for the PlayStation 1. It was like, 
I remember Siphon Filter being like the PlayStation. Yeah. You know, it was it was considered the the adult spy slash shooter type thing. Also had one of the most satisfying tasing game. If mm-hmm. anyone remembers that particular. But yeah, Siphon Filter is one of those games that just kind of suffered and like disappeared all of a sudden. Yeah. Um. I know it came to PS2. They had sequels and all of that, but PSP and it, stuff. Yeah, it didn't really like. Um, it didn't really like survive. Uh, past past that, that generation, and that's a real shame because it was a lot of fun to play. And basically, did that kind of 3D game mm-hmm. uh, before the likes of Splinter Cell. Came. Um, so the reason why we're bringing this is because these games have now been re-rated. Four Siphon Filter game re-rated, uh, which means that they've gone through the BBFC and the um, ESRB uh, age ratings because that usually means that they're due to be released soon and all signs are pointing to the PlayStation Plus subscription service uh, because these are all PS1 and just makes sense. gives yeah. us an idea of what we are to expect uh, coming up from the service. To be honest, I think there's a really good, strong start. Good move. If, yeah, if it's not really like an official, it's, it's a good start and it, it shows the intent. Uh, mm-hmm. I just hope that uh, I hope that we get more games like some kind of remember when he talks about and we'll go. Oh man, I used to, I used to play that. That's exciting. I want to play it again. You know, yeah. that, that's 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 what Sony needs. They have this legacy that they've been squandering at this point, and this is the kind of thing that just reminds people of how great they were. Oh my god, yeah, they've got so many incredible IPs under their belt that they don't really do too much with now, and hopefully they, they'll do more in the future. But um, you know, your, your Twisted Metal series, the destruction derby series you can add those games in there there's, there's so much there's so much i mean obviously you've got the more new age stuff you've uncharted and you've got a wars and all that sort of stuff but man going back to those old old, old classics, jumping flash you know there, there's so many classics uh that they could add in there because they've got so much then the parappa the rapper games um both games as well in that sense um there's a lot they can add to this service and um it could be a real real draw uh for for playstation fans that because they've got they've got an incredible legacy people always look at you know your classic nintendos and segas but um it is it's hard as a 38 year old guy to, to look back as as, uh, as a playstation being a massive retro company now um you know they've got yeah. five consoles under their belt uh I, I, not including the the, the the handhelds which also have exclusive games if your loco roco is on the handhelds and all that sort of stuff they've got so much to their name um and such weird stuff too i'd love to see um i'm hoping that this, you know, signals the possibility of all, like the Parappa the Rapper, the Jammer Lammies, the yeah. Ribbon. Yeah, um, I mean, Patapon. Yeah, I mean, those are all games that they have to, right? The Was it the, the, the only guy or the one guy, whatever that PlayStation 3 game was? Oh, the last guy, yeah. The yeah. last guy, yeah. That is a weird yeah. thing. How awesome was that, though? Having all of those sort of things in a subscription service, I, I think I'd probably get it. That, that'd be a really good collection of games. Yeah, it's just a shame that PS3 games are all cloud I'd love to play Tokyo Jungle or something like that. Oh, Tokyo Guitar Jungle player. as well, yeah. Guitaru Man. Um, game Heroes is great enough. Yeah, Saburno Fart shouting out there. Michael Towns wants a new Patapon, please. I was a massive <laughs> fan of Loco Rocos for the PSP. I really oh, like those games. Those are so, such... Mm, I don't know. I, I don't know. It would work because you can just spin your controller. So yeah, it would still work. You've still got gyro in your controller, haven't you? Yeah. Uh, Vib Ribbon. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. I don't know how it would uh, work. Maybe like some kind of putting well, your MP3s they, in or something. They did it for PS3 and you could they load did. it via USB. I could. It's a very rare of getting it, getting it working. Yeah, because um, I believe PlayStation 
four doesn't play music CDs. I think it is. That's right. It has no CD laser. Same with the PS5, apparently. <laughs> Mental. There we go. There we so, go. So, um, just to cap off the PS Plus stuff, because it's mm. not just about Siphon Filter, go on. we actually have a release date uh, for subscriptions and a confirmation that I've been waiting. Um, so, the confirmation first is that if you have a PlayStation Plus subscription, it's your basic thing. You can upgrade for a cheaper cost uh, if you pay the difference, which is fair enough. If it's yeah. a bit worse than Microsoft. Yeah, I mean, know. yeah, if it's your thing, go for it. Yeah. And then uh, it's coming out through mobile. Absolutely. They they have the power. They have the power to, to shoot down the old Game Plus people. Uh, Game Plus, because they, they've got the, the big legacy of games behind them. They have the power and to do it. they're doing those uh, time-limited demos. So you'll be able to try... Uh, they're actually mandating the PlayStation uh, by uh, by saying that... Uh, uh, so, uh, sorry, I just got sent uh, another thing. Uh, which okay. Is the Sonic uh, PlayStation now. So a lot of... Uh, games of playstation now and i include sonic media and all the sonic games interesting um but yeah they uh oh well, oh, well demos wasn't that important. yeah oh yeah you get, you get time limited demos and the main mandating that sony studios if the game price is 34 dollars or above pretty much mm-hmm. um then they'll they have to include a time limited demo in the game which is kind of cool that's I, very I like consumer that. friendly yeah that was, that was, I remember that was a thing back on the old end, um, uh, the 360 days. You'd be able to download new demos of games, but it wasn't really a thing nowadays. It's, it's almost it's, it's almost non-existent for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, very few games come with demos. And when they do, it's like a big grand thing. Like, Pikmin has come with a demo. Like, all right, mate. Okay, this game came out on the Wii U, but sure, okay. <laughs> um, so it, it'd be nice if that, you know, all major releases do come with demos again. That, that, that's really cool news. So here's here's the news that distracted. So um, the PlayStation, the the games that are leaving PlayStation now uh, in May are Sonic CD, Alex Kidd, Altered Beast, Bomberman Ultra, Castlevania: Lord of Shadow. And let me just say all of the like Sega ones, yeah, Crazy Taxi, Fighting Vipers, Golden Axe, House of the Dead, Free Four, and um, Nights into Dreams. But why? Sonic Adventure One and Two, Sonic Four Episode One, The Fighters Generation Unleashed. That's a mass exodus of Sega-owned properties from PlayStation now. Maybe they're not getting paid enough. Who knows? Maybe, Maybe there's something, something on the horizon. Else. It certainly seems that something might be on the horizon, doesn't it? Mm. Dreamcast 2 confirms, says Michael Towns. <laughs> uh, you I heard it here no, first. I, I've, 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 got, I've got a bad feeling about this one, and I might be feeling green. Gets you, gets you drift. Yeah. There's been a lot of... Uh, lot of uh, speculation this year, isn't it? Isn't that just? Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Uh, oh, well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah. Hey, Siphon Filter News, PS Plus News. Uh, uh, quite a lot of speculation there, but hopefully uh, some good things incoming. Definitely. Um, this is very cool. Sorry, Nintendo, for bringing this up. But another look at the Super Mario Galaxy DS fan project. My God. So uh, Mario Galaxy is probably my favorite 3d mario game of all time i mean it's a little bit rough around the edges now even compared to mario galaxy 2 but uh and and obviously odyssey as well which is also a fantastic game but i'll never forget when i first played mario galaxy i, I don't really I, I don't think i was expecting much but when i put it in i was just like this is amazing i lost track of time or what i was even doing i was just like this is so good few games happen 
uh, th- th- that happens to me a few times, and, and Mario Galaxy was one of those times. Absolutely blown away. Um, now you can um, <laughs> someone's demaking it, whether it'll get finished or not. But someone's demaking uh, it for the DS, and it looks bloody awesome. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know if it's really a demake. It's it almost looks like a t- yeah, um, where it's just like they just downgraded it to make it work. You know what? It doesn't look like that much of a downgrade because very I'm very sure little. Yeah, sure, it's pixelated, pixelated. It's got all that differing, but. That's running at a solid frame rate for a DS. And you can run this on real hardware, it said as well. Yeah. Uh, Mike, Mike Turns in the chat's been playing it. It's good, but somewhat glitchy, which is to be expected from a fan project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, kind of scale. This is just impressive. It makes you wonder why themselves on a 3D, which is more powerful. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, you had the um, uh, the Mario 3D World game that was on the 3DS, which was quite fun. Yeah. bit linear, but it was quite fun. That's that's not me throwing shade, by the way. I I I'm not a game developer. I'm not going to turn around and say, "Oh, look at this is so easy." Oh, you know, Nintendo hire this man. I'm not going to do that. Um, because I know that it, there's probably a lot more to it. Yeah, and this might just be the the only area of the game that works right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it it makes you wonder why you know Mario Galaxy, one of the highest rated Mario games of all time, didn't make it to DS uh, or the 3DS. I feel like it's a missed opportunity. Yeah, definitely the 3DS. Crazy. Oh, what a good game though. Hey, there's not really much else to say here, but hey, someone has actually managed to uh, at least start uh, demaking, although it looks pretty much as good as it could possibly ever look on a DS. Um, uh, uh, the, the original Super Mario Galaxy, which is a freaking amazing game um and hey uh <laughs> there's really much else to say yeah it's just check, really cool for, lo- for those listening at home uh check it out because it's it's more impressive than you probably think and you can actually download and play the demo so yeah if you've got That's some kind of way of putting this in your ds hmm, yes how could they do right that over. yeah absolutely <laughs> uh r4 um let's move on to this uh no i'll let you take over star wars rogue squadron games on switch yes and we're in the and the rest section now so Mm -hmm. uh aspire um who have been doing pretty much the lion's share of all of the star wars uh like remaster of recent for switch ps4 uh, and xbox they have basically turned around and said, right, uh, do you guys like Rogue Squadron? Would you want us to remaster that for the... F-? And uh, everyone should can't currently go into the Change.org petition that's been set up and writing yes immediately because Rogue <laughs> Squadron is the best um, best series when it comes to the uh, the like spaceship, the starship combat. It's one of my favourite starship combat games of all time. Yeah. Um, not just because it's Star Wars, but just really solid gameplay. Rogue Leader on the GameCube is still a looker to this day. I remember when that game first came out, I legit thought I was playing it. It was so com- and they still look great. You know, you you play that uh, play that to this day and watch those opening moments of doing the Death Star trench run. You tell me that doesn't look like the move. And it's, yeah, you absolutely want Rogue Squadron to be re-released. It's one of the most impressive, just like. A fun game to play um, in Star Wars uh, Pantheon. And yeah. I don't care what anybody says, it's better as Tie Fighter. You reckon? I'm going gonna, gonna to throw it out there. I don't like simulated stuff in my space dog fight, fighting games. I just like, roll around, shoot, and dodge, dodge. It's just much more. 
Yeah, for sure, for sure. No, I, I had a lot of fun with it. I don't think I ever completed it, but uh, um, yeah, it was good fun. It, 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 it was always like a spectacle to look at. I always thought it looked beautiful, um, and I, I'd be more than up for a, a new version of this game. So yeah, go go sign the petition uh, if you want it, guys. And it was made by the guys who made Tarik and so, you know, yeah, Factor Five. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, uh, Terminator, uh, Terminator, sorry, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's uh, Revenge releases summer in 2022 and brings back the original 1987 voice cast. Ah, oh, classic Turtle fans rejoice! I mean, that's that's awesome. Isn't it? That's just that's that's. Dot MU know what they're doing, don't they? They are like masters yeah. at marketing. They really are just so, drop feeding this information on the lead up to its release. And there's still cool things to be talking about with Turtles. They've kept it, they've kept it relevant the whole time they've released this, that original trailer, but almost a year ago now, I don't know. People were still talking about it. Oh, what? totally. Yeah. Awesome. This is why it had to go in and the rest. We've talked about this game so many times. In fact, this is the second time and the only case where we a very similar image on the and the rest tile for the thumbnail because let's just face it, this game is it's looking so so good. And it kind of reminds me of the whole DuckTales remastered where they brought back the voice actors from Yeah, the they did. Party. I forgot that. Yeah. Yeah, that's so cool. Um I'd love to hear how old they sound shouting cowabunga. But you know. <laughs> Hopefully it's not DLC, eh? <laughs> no, I. you know what? I'd go as far as saying that in the game. Uh, yeah, it will be. Of course it will be. <laughs> they did the same thing with Streets of Rage 4, uh, you know, near near its release. Then you find out that they're going to be adding the Streets of Rage 1 and 2 sprite characters and the original music and all that sort of stuff. They just know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Like, they weren't up front with everything when it came to those unlocks so that kind of gives me like hopes for origins to see something that oh i wasn't expecting that you cheeky key devs yeah you know there, there's a way to get extra money and mu know how to do it right i think that they, yeah. they should be uh they should be the poster child really um for for for, for these companies that are trying to resurrect classic ips and stuff they're doing it the right way they're doing it the right these, way. These guys should be making things. Oh, sure. my God. If, if I mean, I want them to do Comic Zone. Because um, I've always felt like Comic Zone needed more sequels to really, really shine. Um, and I think in this day and age of, like, uh, you know, what people expect from a game, uh, or even like, even retro games, I think that that game could really be something special. But, um, yeah, it's it's not got the uh, the appeal of something like Shinobi. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be down for that as well. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Uh, do you play Elden Ring much? Yeah, <laughs> I, I've I've come off like uh, about a month worth of playing that. I've I've managed to complete it. Uh, right, it is one of the best games. It's up there, wow. like with what I remember. Ocarina of Time, truly. So this is why I love seeing that it's still <laughs> being spoken about, and people are in love with it so much that they are now demaking the game. Yeah, um, for the Game Boy. I don't know how quite how that's gonna work but it looks a bit it looks a bit like um Link the original zelda yeah, yeah 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 and that's fine you know i'd be curious to see whether much more comes off this or whether it's just gonna be a single demo of some kind <laughs> it just looks really quite cool because they've actually captured the the open the opening moments of Elden ring quite well uh where you where you fight the uh the grafted scion yeah it's neat 
Massive shout out to uh, Mr. Michael Towns, who is uh, creaming his pantaloons right now. He loves it whenever we bring up anything created in the Game Boy Studio, um, in Game Boy Studio, sorry. And uh, yeah, from what I understand, he's definitely the guy to go to for this sort of thing. Um, yeah, he uh, is saying that, yeah, this is made in Game Boy Studio. And um, yeah, it, it's demade to the max. Um yeah. <laughs> I've not even played Elden Ring. Do you reckon you'll be going back and playing it through again on the Game Boy? Uh, I'll give it a go, but it's a novelty, really. Um, yeah, 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 it does look like they're trying to put some effort in because they're actually streaming their efforts. Uh, I believe the guy is called Shinto, so maybe show him some. Go show him some love. All links are down in the description or the show notes, depending on where you're listening. Which finally brings us to our last topic. Nintendo Switch Online uh, leak increases uh, includes the uh, data for a few more unreleased NES games. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, some more games are coming to the NES Online. And that's the end of the Slopes cast. No, I, mean, I suppose there's a little <laughs> bit more to talk about. Uh, what are those games, Grizzly? Yeah, so we're looking at the likes of Pac-Man, Tetris, Galaga, Mega Man and Castlevania. All games I thought were already on there. But there you go. <laughs> yeah, it just means that you're going to get more of that. You're going to get more of those those collections there, um, and that well, that's that's how it's looking at the moment. I mean, Tetris is quite a nice one. Uh, yeah, and the like NES version is a good one to have. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, that's considered the top version. It, it um, is. It's a hard one to go back to for new age Tetris fans because I'll, I'll tell you this: uh, I played it. Um, when I went to Norway, when they had a little like Tetris competition, it is the it's one of those ones when the blocks drop where they land, boom, that is where they're staying. There's none of that slidey business where you can slide it into a you know into a little crack that you've opened up or uh, you know try and change your 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 um you know you get that, that, that half a second or whatever to change your shape or whatever the, the direction of your shape. It's it's down, it's gone. So it's like it's it's the pro player's way of playing it um bloody hard but it is an awesome version of the game um and uh yeah there we go hey a few more games are coming to nintendo switch online yeah. they should have been there all along but uh hey they're there now so hey it's a bit better than it was yeah. i mean the the one thing that nintendo switch online now needs a readable system for those games because damn those have you seen that layout i know Christ. it wasn't that bad it's when there was about 15 or 10 or 15 of them but now it's getting a bit like the boxes were the same size and the yeah, same yeah. shape and everything like yeah it's just all oh, i hate that ui very so, messy so there we go and and random ones are different they're bigger than others it's just like it's almost like they're choosing which ones are more popular or or, or worthy of having a bigger screen uh and just then all of a sudden you've got mega man list. games being the smallest it's like really you're putting them smaller than uh what scat <laughs> i i swear that they they do it this way because they know that no emulation uh like front end is going to do this kind of setup probably it's so oh. bad um and they're worried that if they use any sort of like reason ui that they would be considered copy <laughs> there it is there it is yeah. well look guys we have reached the end of the podcast it's a little bit longer because we had a lot to chat about with that sonic origins we are passionate about it we are passionate um but uh yeah there we are there we are so we'll uh say see you later and uh like I said, before we started, for people that are watching in live, me and Grizzly are actually meeting up in a couple of days. So um, that's pretty awesome stuff, isn't it? And uh, yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Definitely. Happy birthday to Raina. Hopefully she's still listening. And everybody that's listening, everybody that's uh, uh, watching live, let's give one more massive happy birthday shout out to Mr. Grizzly Cryden as it will be his birthday this Saturday before the next yeah. Slopes cast. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's, let's, let's eat lots, get fat. Oh, Excellent. I'm already uh one of the, I'm already on the way to one of those things. So I, I am way ahead of you. You guys got some catching up to do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, well, thanks a lot, everyone, and we'll end it there. Catch you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to Slopescast, the retro gaming news show with myself, DJ Slope, and my co-host, Grizzly Cryden, recorded live on Twitch every single Tuesday night. If you want to listen in live, then make your way over to twitch.tv forward slash Slopes Game Room at 9pm UK time, 1pm Pacific Standard Time, and 4pm Eastern Standard Time. And as stated, if you want to be in a chance to be on a future episode, then please do consider supporting the show on Patreon or as a YouTube member. And finally, if you do have any news stories for us then please do feel free to drop them in the dedicated rooms over on discord at discord.gg forward slash slopes game room and until next time guys this is dj slope signing out and hopefully i'll see you all next time